Hello everyone, welcome to Currently Being. I'm your host Jaya, and today I'm going to be interviewing my mom, and I'm super excited because, I don't know, I just want everybody to know her story, so if you're interested, keep on listening. So thank you for sitting down with me, Mom. I'm super (laughs) excited for you to be here and for you to do this with me. Oh, my goodness. (laughs) Ah, It's my turn. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So I just had my mom pick three cards out of a set of cards that I wrote down questions on. So this is your little icebreaker questions. Okay. So. Go ahead, and you can read the questions and answer them. (laughs) Okay. What is the best gift you have been given? Oh, dear. What is this? Oh, yes, definitely on on spot. Okay. Um, The best gift I've ever been given? I'm going to be very, uh, you know, mom-like and just say, my children. But, you know, (laughs) whatever. Okay. (laughs) Um. The best gift, wow, I, that's hard to say because I, it depends on what, hmm, in terms of thoughtfulness, I think I would say that video you made me Mm -hmm. for my birthday, that was very, that was, that was, that's in the top, top three at least, if I can think of two more, I don't, (laughs) Um, but that was definitely good. I like gifts like that where take you take a little bit more time to uh, do that. I I got one from your brother, you know, when he, I mean, because he's not very vocal about anything, but he, he wrote me a card for my birthday a couple years ago. Mm-hmm. I'm sure you had something to do with that, but he did write me a letter and that was, that was a nice gift. Um, and my Jeep. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. Which was kind of a <laughs> fluke because it wasn't it wasn't meant to be like a gift. It just kind of happened. Yeah. I mean, I actually the plan was this is kind of going off on a tangent, but the the plan was to get a new car for my fortieth birthday, which just happened, right. but I ended up getting it last yeah, year. That's right. So. I mean, that was pretty cool because I didn't even, it was a, like a car I didn't know I wanted. <laughs> yeah. So, and it was very thoughtful because your dad like thought about all the things that I had been saying I wanted, what I didn't want. You know, I'm not really into all the bells and whistles. I just wanted something that would have all of the elements that my car already had at the time. And, you know, then it has those things and some extra stuff. So, but that's, yeah, I... I don't know. I don't really have like anything else, I guess. So that's kind of general. The other question is, what do you do to keep fit? What? What kind of question is this? I did them. not know this was in here. Okay. What does this have to do with anything? Um, okay. Well, okay. For the people who don't know me very well, um, fitness has always been like part of my life. I don't think of it so much as like a chore or anything like that. So I actually enjoy working out. I find it to be a very a good stress reliever. It also helps me to just feel like things are okay. Cause if I can move every day, I can, I feel good. But um, as far as keeping fit, I don't necessarily think of it solely as physical. I also think of mental and emotional fitness because that's very important, I think, which I didn't think of those things when I was younger. It was probably more after I had children that it really became important that I made sure I took time for myself because, um, you know, if I didn't do that, then it's gonna, you know, make, it would make me feel like I was Losing my mind, I guess. But, <laughs> um, I practice yoga, which I didn't start doing until after I had your brother because you were almost three 
when he was born. And at the point where, at the point where I'd had, I don't know, I guess it was probably maybe a few months after I had him, I was exhausted because I was just, I just kind of went back to doing what I did when I had you to like, quote unquote, lose the baby weight, mm. um, which was <laughs> Tybo, which is like a kickboxing workout, which I love. And I loved it a lot. I actually have not done a kickboxing workout in a while, but in many years. But anyway, so that was like my like strategy for moving again. But um, I was really tired because I was nursing and then I was having to, you know, obviously take care of a three-year-old. And um, I also did spinning and I did a lot of high cardio active like type stuff that was very demanding and I was like I need to find something else so that's when I discovered yoga and I fell in love with it and I've been doing it ever since um so every day I exercise I it depends on the day and how I'm feeling but I try to in general do some sort of you know resistance training something that's gonna challenge my balance you know, my flexibility, things like that. So, and then, like I said, with the other things, with keeping fit, with my mind, I like to read. I like to watch educational content. Sometimes I, you know, I'll watch nonsense stuff too, because I think that's good. But, um, and I journal, I journal every day, which was something I, I did for a long time and then I stopped doing it and I just recently started doing it again, like on a regular basis, like probably last year, it became much more of a habit. Um, but yeah, I guess. What else? Okay. So the next question, what is your favorite zoo animal? What? <laughs> <And> this is, <laughs> that's funny. My favorite zoo animal. Okay. Because I go to the zoo all the time. <laughs> no, that's not true. Well, we went to the zoo, uh, the D.C. zoo, which is great. But um, my favorite zoo animal, I guess the mo the most fascinating animal at the zoo to me is our, when we went was the elephants. Because they're so big. <laughs> and they are, but they are so, like almost elegant in the way that they move and just the trunk, their trunk is so fascinating to watch. And I don't know. I think I wouldn't necessarily say that's my favorite, but I, I'm always, I could, I could sit and watch a, an elephant forever. <laughs> I don't know. I think they're, that's okay. I think they're cool. <laughs> so now that we got to know you a little bit, <laughs> <laughs> Uh, we're going to start with your questions, which I did send to her prior to this. So she has some, hopefully, answers to. <laughs> See if I can answer. See if we can answer all of them. Um, okay. What were you like in high school? Okay. So in high school, I was very um, involved in a lot of activities um, I would say, I guess, well, my perception is probably different than how other people perceive me, but in high school, I was very confident, outgoing. Um, I was a cheerleader. I was also involved with drama. I did a lot of stu student activities. Um, again, the perception of being very outgoing and, and all that stuff, but Truly, I was probably not any, not much different than I am now, which is I'm very introverted. I, I, I'm exhausted by people, but, and that just means like, I just need time by myself. And so, um, um, yeah, I was, I was probably very insecure if I'm thinking of myself back then from now, but. In high school, I mean, yeah, I had a lot of friends. 
but I mean, not a lot, a lot. I, I had my core group of friends, you know, it's probably a large amount, but we were always, you know, it was like my, my second family, you know, I felt like I knew who to go to if I wanted to talk about certain things. I knew, you know, who I wanted to hang out if I wanted to go certain places, but mostly my friends and I, we were all involved in the same things. So, um, but I was very, I loved school. I always, uh, it's one thing that I can't, I can't think of a time when I did not like school. I mean, sometimes some classes are boring and you just think, what is the point of this? But for the most part, I loved it. I loved going to school. I loved being in class, learning. Um, yeah, so. I like how you brought up how you're introverted, but we're all introverted. <laughs> well, our family is, yeah. I think so, yes. But at the time, I didn't know what that what it was. Like, I didn't have a word for it. I didn't know. And to me, I mean, obviously, most people think of an introvert as being a shy person. But for me, um, I'm more of like if I'm if I walk into a room of people that I don't know, I'm very quiet. I'm more of like an observer, and I like to kind of just it's like dipping your toe into a pool. You know, you kind of just slow, and then you slowly make your way into the pool um, because you know I'm. I think I'm also very guarded in who I want to let in as far as like getting to know me and stuff. So, um, you know, if I'm getting to know people, I, I ask a lot of questions. I like to, you know, kind of gauge who I'm interacting with and, you know, is this, how is this person and, and all that. So I think I was, I mean, I'm still the same way, but by the time I was in high school, most of the people who I hung out with were already friends from, junior high. Um, and then I met some new people like a freshman year who had come from other schools in high school. So, um, but yeah, I, I was definitely involved. I was very outgoing and always had things going on. But I think that that was just more of my personality of just wanting to be creative and, and to do all that kind of stuff. So I was involved with theater and yeah. What goals did you have for yourself then? Um, honestly, I don't think I had like, I, I mean, I would make goals for myself for like the year, I guess you could say. So it would be, I don't, I don't, you know, just get this grade in this class or you know, we'd have, if there was a part I wanted to audition for, I would, you know, kind of make that a goal or whatever. But long term, I think um, mainly I just thought I really wanted to pursue acting. And so my goal was to become a working actress and not, not to be famous or anything like that. I just wanted to make a living doing that. And I didn't want to do like TV or movies, I wanted to work in the theater. I wanted to do live theater. So I imagined moving to New York and, you know, doing that whole thing. But um, so that was kind of my goal in terms of like a profession. But other than that, I didn't really think about, um, I didn't really think about like anything else, you know, because I, was mostly about just living in the, in the time that I was in, you know, I wasn't thinking about like being an adult and all that stuff. Mm -hmm. I mean, I had plenty of responsibilities, so I felt like that was enough. I didn't really think too far ahead. Um, so, yeah. So you met dad at 16. Mm -hmm. And as you got, obviously when you finished high school, what were the goals then? I know you. I started college right mm -hmm. after I went. I started the local community college, which mm -hmm. had a really good theater program. So I was a theater major, 
And um, so that's pretty much what I did. I just went straight to college at that point. I took a few classes. I took a theater class. I took I took an intro to international business, which I have no, I don't remember taking that. I, I think it was because one of my friends was taking it and I just thought it sounded interesting. So I took it with her. Um, I did take a math class, which was no credit because I was, I think it was like one class or one course behind qualifying for the. What? Yeah. Really? So I didn't, I didn't, um, I didn't get credit for that uh, class. And then, uh, but I, I did learn a lot in it and I found out that I was actually very good at math and I was kind of upset because I'm like, oh, I wish I would have, it would have been, I mean, I got good, like good grades in math in high school. It wasn't that I didn't, it was just, I kind of would study what each, you know, court, like wh whatever part of the course was and just kind of try to master that so I could get a good grade on the test. And then I would just forget about it and move on. You know, I wasn't necessarily paying attention to the fact that I liked it. You know, it, it didn't, I didn't really see how it would fit into my life. You know, I, I was always just more of the mindset. I'm not going to, I'm not going to be going into finance. I'm not going to be doing any kind of business major or anything that's going to require a lot of math. So I didn't really pay that much attention, but I, you know, I did, I did enjoy it. And I was just kind of like looking forward to learning more about it, you know, cause our, the professor was really good about how he taught it. And then I had a group of people from my class that I would get together with and study and we'd quiz each other and, you know, be excited about when we like would nail a concept and just be like, yes, we finally understand this. So, um, yeah, but yeah, I didn't get credit for that class. So that's weird to think that you you took a no credit. Class. Yeah, of that's course. crazy. Like that's not. I'm from, not from someone that I grew up like that. I've seen grow into you know who you are now, um, and who has taught me basically everything. <laughs> I can't imagine you taking a no credit class. Like <laughs> what? <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> when you decided to marry dad, you were how old? It was two weeks after my 19th birthday. So, yeah. Oh, Lord. I didn't, I mean, it was very spur of the moment. It wasn't planned. We, we'd actually been broken up for a while and, uh, and uh, when we got back together, it was more of like, we should get married, you know, just because your dad had proposed to me back in high school, which I was just like that. You're crazy. <laughs> but and I did say yes, but it was on the, you know, it was more of thinking of like. Just saying, yes, like I want to spend my life with you, but, you know, we're still kids. We got to like, you know, grow yeah. up a little bit and get married. But I don't know what what made me want to just get in the car and go to Vegas with him. It was just more of, I think it was kind of exciting, you know, just to think, well, I do know I want to spend the rest of my life with him. So why not? You know, that was my thought process. And what did that teach you for the first like couple years? Well, <laughs> oh, <no>. <laughs> the first, <laughs> I mean, after, you know, after it was all said and done, huh? a part of me was kind of like, oh, my gosh, what did I do? Because, I mean, that's like, that's major. You know, that's legally binding. It's a contract. You have to, it's it's like, oh, dear, what, what, now, now what? Because he was living with his mom. I was living with my mom. And we had actually, my mom had bought a house that was like an hour away. And so, you know, um, but trying to figure all that stuff out was a process and it wasn't easy. And there was a point in time where we thought that we would end it, which 
came like in the first like six months. And essentially I said, no, I'm not, I'm not going to, you know, I put myself into this situation. I don't like to word it that way, but that, for lack of a better term, but I have to give this a chance because this is something that I wanted. So, you know, it's like when you want something and then you get it, it's almost kind of like, okay, wait, you have to step back. Well, this is what I signed up for. So I kind of just, I had had a lot of time by myself at that point to think about things and, and to assess like what, what I wanted to come out of it, which was basically, I didn't want to be divorced at 19 years old. That to me was just kind of (laughs) upsetting. And also I kind of just had this feeling that I was meant to become a mother. I don't know. It was kind of like, not that I wanted children because I never, I never like said, I want to have kids like early. I did say that if I didn't have kids by the time I was 30, that I wouldn't try to have kids because I just felt like I might be a little too old or whatever. I mean, obviously times have changed. I don't, and my mom used to tell me, don't, don't say things like that because you don't know what, what may change and 30 is not old, you know, <laughs> to have, to start having kids or, you know, even 40 is not too old to have kids. Um, but for me, that's just kind of how I felt. But I, I don't know, it was just suddenly I just knew like I was going to be a mom and that that was, that was why all of this had come up. And then of course, like I said, your dad and I had had time apart. And then, so I, I kind of just told him everything. And then he was a little bit overwhelmed, but at the same time happy because clearly, you know, he didn't want to break up. He didn't want to get divorced or anything like that. But um, so from that point on, I said, well, we need to figure out where we're going to live and, you know, just be, adults. We've made an adult decision. We've, you know, I don't think that we should live because he wanted to move in with his mom. He wanted me to move in with his mom. And I said, no. So I said, we need to be adults and move out on our own. So we were looking around uh, probably closer to like where I was living at the time in, we found an apartment and stuff, but I found, I found out I was pregnant probably a few months later after we had that conversation. So with you. <laughs> so, yeah, I wasn't pregnant at the time though, when I told, when mm-hmm. I told him that. So that's, it's not that I found out I was pregnant. I'm like, Oh, I'm going to be, no, it was just like, then it happened that a few months after that, I found out I was pregnant, which was like, Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so soon. <laughs> okay so you found out that you're pregnant with me and then I was born and then you got pregnant with Jacob was that that wasn't planned neither one of you were planned but (laughs) you've heard this story before where Mm -hmm. after I had you probably like a year and a half after you were born, you know, I kind of was considering, you know, should we have another, another baby? Because, um, I didn't want to have my kids like really far apart. You know, I wanted to at least have to allow you to have a sibling to grow up with. Cause I didn't grow up with a sibling. My brothers are nine and almost 10 years younger than I am. And, so it's almost as if I grew up as an only child. Um, but so I, my, in my mind, it's just like, oh, if I can have you grow up with a sibling, that would be great. But then, you know, then there would be other days when I would think, no, I don't want to have any more kids because you would be acting out or just having a day. <laughs> I always have a day. And then I'm just like, oh, no, 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 I'm not doing this anymore. But. It, and then again, again, it came up that 
I just had this feeling. I'm just like, somebody's missing. Like, it was like a very distinct, like, feeling in my body. I just, like, somebody is missing. And um, so that was your brother, obviously. Because I wouldn't, um, and that was probably not too long after. But I actually, I mean, this is a lot of information to give to strangers. But, you know, I had gone to the doctor to get, um, to, like, refill my birth control. And um, he had actually, you know, I had, I think they, they always give you a pregnancy test. And I wasn't pregnant at the time, but for some reason he didn't give me, I don't know what happened, but I didn't, I didn't get on the prescription right away. I don't know how, if it had something to do with my health insurance at the time or whatever, but um, I took a pregnancy test because I was just wondering like, what's going on? And I was pregnant and I was just kind of shocked because I was just like, wait, I'm on birth control. So then I tried to count back the days and I thought, I actually thought I was only like six weeks pregnant or something, but it turned out I was nine weeks pregnant, which is completely different. Like, I mean, a lot happens in pregnancy as far as like week to week. So I was like, wow, okay, interesting. <laughs> After having me and my brother, um, what did we teach you um, as we got older? Oh, so much. I well, mean, what did, like what discovering did, new things and, yeah. and you know, even, even your personalities were different. Um, you were always... I mean, once you could crawl and all that stuff, you never wanted me out of your sight. It was always like, it didn't matter, you know, what I was doing or whatever. I mean, we lived in a really small apartment too when you were little, but, and I would talk to you and that would be fine, you know, but she, you, you always had to see me. You would just kind of crawl up to a space where, and then you'd sit down and you just kind of, you know, then go back to whatever you were playing with. But I always used to laugh. Like she can't let me out of her sight. Whereas your brother, he's very, he was content just, you know, just sitting in his little, you know, chair and, or playing in his, on the floor. He never had to come look for me. Um, so that was always fascinating. I mean, I've always known like, cause again, my brothers are very, much they're a lot younger than I am so I had the experience of seeing babies and how different they are even at a very young age so I was just fascinated by how you guys were and you know but it was fun to you know show you things as you got older and just the fascination of seeing a bubble, you know, <laughs> flying through the air and, and how, what, what the feeling of sand is like, you know, Jacob was not happy about sand. <laughs> he did not like it at all. Um, so yeah, it's just, just going through the different phases of, of introducing you to different things and, you know, trying to imagine what you'd be like as adults and, you know, but I learned a lot about time management and obviously the importance of schedules. I really, you know, saw how you, you both thrive on routine. You know, it's good for you guys to know what's um, coming up. You know, I, I've made that also part of the way that I brought you up, because if I wanted to take you to the grocery store, if we had to run errands, you know, there's some parents who kind of just throw their kids in a car and then they just go about their day and then they expect their kids to kind of just go along with it. I, I was very big on making sure I communicated with you. I also felt like it's good to talk to your kids because hearing the language also helps you become better in terms of communication, because if you hear talking a lot, you're more inclined to 
um, become like either a better reader, better listener, and obviously your vocabulary would be enhanced by that kind of thing. So it was more also knowing that I was helping you develop, you know, cognitively and mentally and things like that. So I always explained to you, okay, we're going to go here and we're going to do this. And then we're going to go to this next place. And then we're going to do this. And I would try to get you guys involved in it and it would make the process a little bit easier. Couldn't, uh, I couldn't imagine doing it any different just because I didn't do it differently, but I, you guys never threw fits in stores. You didn't, you know, if I did try to throw in something extra, you know, I could kind of gauge whether or not you could handle it or not. I would try to do things within between nap times, you know, cause if I knew it was getting close to that time, okay, it's time to go home. It's time to have a snack or whatever. It's like, I didn't take you guys out during a time when I knew that you'd probably be fighting off, you know, falling asleep because, you know, and then having a meltdown in a store or something like that. Just, <laughs> I didn't want to have that happen. It's just so sad when you see kids crying in grocery stores or at the mall or anything like that, where you're just like, that baby is so tired. They need to go home. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I learned a lot about how I do best as well. You know, I'm good at, I'm good with routine. I like, I like planning ahead. I like knowing what's coming up. So I think that that, that you guys kind of helped to enforce that in me too. So now that you are 40 and you have a 19 and a 16 year old, <laughs> Almost 17. Almost 17. Oh, my gosh. Don't remind me. <laughs> um, <laughs> what would you go back and tell yourself if you could? What? I mean, what is? what are you referring to? Like, like when you first started, when you, uh, when you decided to get married and have kids, what would you tell yourself then? Um... Well, I mean, I kind of already had the philosophy that you guys would not be with me forever. So I needed to kind of gradually let you go, you know, not to get wrapped up so much in your lives that, it, in you know, when the time came for you to, you know, move out and be on your own, that I wouldn't be completely devastated and not have any kind of purpose because I've. I thankfully had that experience with a woman who, who did that, you know, her, her two daughters were her life. And when they moved out, went to college, got married and all that stuff, she didn't really have any kind of sense of who she was outside of being their mother. And I, that, I think that's when I learned that it was important, you know, Obviously, you want to be involved with your kids. You want to teach them as much as you can. But I always just try to remind myself that I'm I'm raising two people who will one day be out in the world, and they're going to be affecting the people around them and you know living their lives and stuff. If I were to go back now and tell myself anything, it would be probably that you know that's. It's a good I idea to, you know, start working on yourself now. Like, don't wait. It's fine. You know, I, I didn't really realize that, you know, I could take, you know, one class at a time or, um, you know, I didn't, I didn't understand or maybe I just didn't spend a lot of time dwelling on it. It's that you know, I may not have known what I wanted to do as a profession because at that point I had kind of given up pursuing theater because I just thought, well, one, I don't have the resources to pay a babysitter to allow me to go to audition or spend time in rehearsals if I was cast in a show, you know, and things like that. Um, but 
so I probably just tell myself it's okay to just do, just take a class. Um, not only for, you know, for credits or call, you know, college credits or whatever, but just for personal development. And I think I did start to implement that because, um, Coursera was launched mm-hmm. probably, Ooh, it's been at least 10 years by now, but I did do a few classes when they were new when the, mm-hmm. what, when the website was relatively new and that, that whole idea of, you know, taking college classes online through, uh, without have being of like specifically going to like one school was, was cool to me. I like that idea. And so I kind of took advantage of that and then started doing that just for my own benefit. So I would just definitely tell myself it's okay to pursue it slowly. You don't have to do it all at once. So what <clears throat> I know over the years we've been trying to get you to go back to college and mm-hmm. we were when I graduated high school before I graduated high school, I know you always made the joke like Oh, I'm going back to school when you when you're when you graduate and mm-hmm, da, da, da. Mm-hmm. so what what made you actually like do it? Um, was it me graduating that was like, oh shoot, I should really go back or well, I think part of it was it's just like, okay, well, I don't have any excuses. Like, I can't say, oh, but my kids are still in school and I want to focus on, you know, helping them do that. I mean, your brother's still in high school, but I think I think the one thing that definitely pushed me into it was, you know, just realizing the fact that I I didn't have any formal education. Um, and because I hadn't worked, you know, over the course of, you know, raising you that, you know, it was very, it would be harder for me to try to get into an industry or into a job that required that kind of thing other than just, you know, entry level and then working my way up, which, there's nothing wrong with that. And I, I expect that that's what I'm going to have to do once I graduate, you know, but, um, but I've always wanted it. You know, I've always wanted to have a college degree that most of my family are college educated. So (laughs) for me, it just kind of felt like I, I don't want to say I was a failure. It's just more of like, I chose a different path. And so I just kind of wanted to, you know, just do what I always wanted to do. You know, I saw my mom go back to school when I was in, when I was in seventh or eighth grade, she graduated from, because she was in, or she still is, but, you know, she was a nurse, but she wanted to, uh, you know, progress in her career. And she knew that what she had to do to, if she wanted to kind of move out of the hospital setting Um, so to me, it was just kind of like, well, you know, my mom did it and she had babies, Mm -hmm. two babies and if she could do it. I definitely can do it as scary as it is because, you know, you, I think one thing that I always tell you and your brother is that you have to try, like if even if something scares you, you know, it's okay. You have to, if it's something you want to do you got to do it. And I'm, you know, if I'm not taking my own advice, like what kind of, (laughs) what kind of person am I, you know, (laughs) I don't want to be a hypocrite, you know, just telling everybody what to do. It's like, I, yeah, I have, I can tell you a lot of stuff, but I would rather be the example. You know, that's, it's kind of, it's kind of a good thing. You know, it's better to just show yourself, you know, if, as terrifying as it is, but yeah, I, I think also I just decided to do it because I didn't want to be, I don't want to be 
at a stage in my life looking back and saying, I had the time to do it. I could have done it. You know, no excuse regarding my age. You know, there's 60, 70, 80 year old people, you know, getting degrees and going back to school and pursuing new careers and stuff like, you know what I mean? Like, or writing books and, you know, they don't let their age hold them back. So I did not want to be like that. I just thought, you know what, if, who cares if I didn't start earlier, it's fine. I can do it now. So, cause I wanted to do it and I, I really want to finish. So for everyone that doesn't know, just kidding. <laughs> Nobody. <laughs> my, my mom is actually on the Dean's list. I have to definitely give you praise for that. Thank and you. just overall, you going back to school has motivated me. And of course, our, our whole family is just on board with mom. Mom is going to school. <laughs> so, and we've been wanting you to go to school for ever. And um, so, what classes are you taking this semester? Um, this semester, I'm taking Sociology 102, which is called Social Problems, mm. and Biology 100 with you with me <laughs> they already heard about that for uh yeah um because i am a non-science major and so this is a, a lab science that's a requirement um and i'm taking the language of hip-hop which is a humanities class and a cultural competency class that i'm looking forward to because you took that Mm-hmm. a few semesters ago and I enjoyed it and very much. It sounds very fascinating. I can't wait to you get will, into it. You will have the best conversations in that class. <laughs> I'm I looking promise. forward to it. Yeah. yeah. So and what are your goals for this semester? Um well as always just to do my best and to get the best grade. Um and when, and when she says best grade she means an A <laughs> plus plus. <laughs> Extra plus, because that's just who she is. <laughs> um, I do, yeah, I mean, my goals, obviously, do my best. And to enjoy it, you know, I mean, it, there's going to be challenges. I'm going to have, I, I'm already, like, questioning <laughs> my choices <laughs> and doing there's a lot of reading this semester so um you know my goal is just to not not let that overwhelm me but just to do one thing at a time take it one day at a time to give myself permission to you know not take it so seriously you know i mean it is a serious thing obviously this is, I'm paying, or it's something that's being paid for. Mm-hmm. And so I don't want to, I don't want to take that for granted. You know, I want to learn as much as possible. Uh, I, I really enjoy interacting with the different people that I meet in my classes. And I, I try to not just learn about like what, you know, the course is about, but who it is that I'm taking the class with. I like to find out like everybody else's majors and, you know, I've, I've taken classes with people in different, uh, in different um, times of their lives, you know, straight from high school and people who are coming back into school as well. And um, it's always interesting to experience, you know, getting to know other people as well. But, um, I don't know. I'm just, I'm looking forward to getting another semester under my belt and being that much closer to graduation, but that's still a ways off. I don't want to like think about all that stuff yet. I just want to focus on. I know it's overwhelming me right now. (laughs) Graduating. But, um, so if you were to go back to any age, which age would you go back to and what would you change? Nothing. See, I thought about I thought about this and I kept looking at it. I'm like, well, 
This is, it's kind of a loaded question because I could pick many different ages that I would go back to for many different reasons, but, um, you know, cause each of those different points had their, you know, highlights, you know, that I really enjoyed or, um, but I don't think I would go back just because honestly, I, I'm not really a big believer in like dwelling on the past because, you know, you can put yourself in a really bad mental space doing that, you know, just like, well, I should have done this. I should have done that. And if I would have, it's just like, that's just a waste of mental energy. And I've, I've been in that place where it's, and it, it gets kind of sad, you know? So I don't, I don't want to, I don't want to like look back in a way that is more like regretful. I just want to take, okay, well, what did I learn from, from that experience? Or what did I learn from not starting at that point? Well, okay, that's fine. I forgive myself for that. And now we're going to just move forward. You know, I think too often, you know, people do get stuck in that mentality of I should have, I could have done this and that. And then, but not realizing that you can still do it. There's still time, you know, so I would, I don't think I'd go back. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) What advice would you give someone who wanted to go back to school like after they had kids or whatever happened? Short answer, just do it. (laughs) (laughs) Nike. Uh, not sponsored. Um, long answer or longer answer would be think about what it is that you want to pursue. Think about why you want to do it and then work back from then, from that point, you know, just, okay, you want to get to this point. So what's it going to take to get there? Okay. What can I do now? And then start. And that's pretty much it. Cause the time is going to go by whether you like it or not. And what you do in that time is all up to you. It's all choices. But if that's something you want to do, then definitely do it. It is scary. And I question myself all the time. Like what, what am I doing? I'm, I'm too old for the, or I'm, I'm just, you know, oh my gosh, like, I, am I going to be capable of doing this? But <clears throat> I think it's it's important that if you really want to do something, you you'll find a way to get it done. You'll make the time. You'll you know you and and it's just more opportunity to learn about yourself and about your priorities and things like that. So, I mean, and it's fun. I mean, it's nice to learn new things. You know, even if it's a subject that is not necessarily one that you're passionate about. You know, I would, I would advise just to expect that you're going to be, you're going to be challenged, but take it as a lesson and just remember your why and what your end goal is. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I got tired all of a sudden. Um, Is there any anything else you wanted to add, Mom? Um, I don't think so. I'm just looking forward to a new semester. I'm new decade. A new decade. <laughs> Made it. <laughs> yeah, I mean the whole idea of a new decade is crazy, but just think everything that has the potential to happen, you know, in 10 years, I'll be 50. So, I mean, who knows where (laughs) or what would have happened in, you know, in the span of those years. So, um, yeah, it's going to be exciting. This year's going to be exciting. I'm excited to see how you and your brother are going to, 
end the year. I mean, we're just starting the year, but you know, with him by the end of this year, he'll be, he'll only have one semester left of high school. So that's going to be <laughs> nerve wracking, oh. but at the same time, you know, I'm, I'm excited to see what will come next for him. And, you know, you'll be moving on to your next steps in college. And so we'll, I mean, we'll see. I'm Thank you for listening to this episode. It was very fun to record with you, mom. I'm glad you did it with me. And overall, I feel like this was a good episode just because it's not a story that you hear very often or you don't encounter many people who go through something like this, at least in my experience. So again, thank you, mama. I would love for you to go over to the currently being Instagram at currently underscore being. I would love to see your beautiful face and I do post there a lot. So go check it out. Go ahead and follow my mom on YouTube at Monique Michelle. She consistently uploads and is all about her life right now. So go check it out. Always remember to smile, find people or things that make you happy, take time in what you enjoy, and conquer the week ahead. Currently be unapologetically you. Thanks for listening. Oh, oh, oh.